Hi, you're listening to Walking the Walk, a podcast from Drs. Kelly Yannick and Michelle Kinderman from Wellness Outside the Box, where they'll share tools, tips, and strategies from their own experiences so you can not only hear them talk the talk, but walk the walk. The mission of Wellness Outside the Box is to use traditional clinical therapies combined with experiential and adventure-based learning to take therapy off the couch and outside the box. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You ready to walk? I am ready to walk. I missed our. Uh, I'm, I was missing our walking the walk. So I know. I'm excited. We were able to get back in action and do another podcast. So excellent. You want to tell her? Want to tell everybody what we're talking about today? Yes. So we had an email from one of our listeners who is struggling at the moment. So she is going through therapy for the first time in her life, and she says that she's learning a lot about herself that is kind of ugly. So she's starting to take responsibility, her role in her relationships and the failure of some of those relationships, and whereas before she used to just put the blame on everybody else, she's now starting to learn about her role in it. And she's not happy with some of the ways that she behaved or some of the ways she's treated people. She said she's feeling disgusted with herself and ashamed. And she's she's struggling to deal with that. So she she's right now, she just feels like she kind of hates herself. She feels like an ugly person, a bad person. And, mm. you know, she's just very unhappy with the kind of person that she's been. Or that she feels that she's been. So this has been a struggle. So it's not so much the accepting her. The first step was that she struggled to accept her role um, in past relationships and the demise of those relationships. And now that she's accepted her role in that, she's struggling to accept who she is as a person and not hate herself and, you know, not beat herself up. It sounds like she's doing a lot of really hard and good work. So Exactly. Exactly. I see that as her being right where she needs to be in her process, um, which I'm sure is really hard when you're in therapy to understand how it how it works, but you kinda have to kinda have to walk through the fire to get to the other side. Yeah, and so. therapy ain't therapy ain't for sissies. I mean, no, it is really- not. It's only for the nope. strong. It's it's very hard work. Yeah. When we look at, we can call our podcast episode, the good, the bad, and the ugly um, sides of therapy, I think it's important to remember that you are who you are as a result of all the things you've experienced. So right. I was thinking of an analogy as you were talking, and I hope it applies, um, and I hope this, you know, can be of help. You know, when you you go through life from a very early age and you get bumps and bruises and injuries from all kinds of things, be it a fall, it could be, you know, something happening, an accident, things like that. And those injuries sometimes cause a little bruising that goes away and you move on. And sometimes you get deeper wounds that um, if you don't address them at the time or you don't know how to address them at the time, they can 
form scars that aren't that pretty or they can cause infection or they can cause other problems if they're not really addressed um, or even recognized at the time. And so much like therapy, when you go back, you have to open some of these uglier wounds and maybe some uglier scars and really take the time to clean them out properly so that they can heal appropriately. And you're still going to have a scar. You're still going to have a reminder of what the injury is, but it doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be perceived as ugly. It can be perceived as just a part of who you are. It can be a reminder of some things that you may want to do differently. Um, it could be a reminder of the way and the strength you had to fix the wound and clean it out properly, and that takes that takes a lot of strength as well. So I can understand the need or the thought to feel you know, disgusted with yourself or shocked at how you may have behaved. But we all make our decisions with the information or the situation or the tools that we have at the moment. And so if we spend so much time going back and really rethinking why those things happen to begin with, we're taking away from the time that we have to help heal properly and move forward. Yes. I think that's an awesome analogy. Um, And just, you know, one more piece to throw in there. Um, Sometimes therapy does involve going back to the past because often our childhood does shape us. So mistakes maybe or the poor judgment or whatever it was that our parents had and whatever our environment was during our childhood kind of shapes and molds us and teaches us how to be in the world, how to survive in the world. So when you start to unravel that, it can sort of help to accept the mistakes that you've made. Because as a child, mm-hmm. you don't, you're in survival mode. You don't have many choices. You know, you, you're trying to survive in the environment that you're born into. And so that's what shapes you. That's what helps you make the decisions you do and don't make in your life. Mm -hmm. That's what teaches you how to be in a relationship. So, you know, if you are trying to give yourself some forgiveness, some acceptance, um, you can remind yourself that you are a product of how you grew up, Mm -hmm. your environment. And it's not about blame. It's not about – but all those influences in our lives – shape us and so as adults unless we get therapy most of the time some people are able to do it on their own but when you get therapy you know you're able to step back and sort of say that may be why I react that way when this person does this so when they do a I react as b because when I was little yada 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 so you know you have to keep that in mind too And when you go through therapy, you start to realize that you're not that same child stuck in that same position, that you can behave differently. You can do Mm -hmm. things differently. You have the power now. And I think a lot of people who are stuck or who continue to be unhappy in their lives or experience ongoing stress in their adulthood are still reacting in a way that they've reacted their whole life and behaving in the ways that they behaved their whole life. Um, because they haven't made that shift. They haven't had that insight. 
So, you know, having that insight can just help you to understand why you behaved the way you did. It can give you, you know, you can have empathy for yourself and allow yourself to be human. You know, we've all done things we're not proud of, but we're all human and we're all products of our environment. And it's not until we start to realize that and really put in the work that we can make those changes. And that takes a lot of strength. So those scars are a symbol of your strength, especially now if you're in therapy or you're working on yourself or you're working on um, increasing your insight and, and moving forward. And those scars that you spoke about are a symbol of your strength, your resiliency, your perseverance. So those challenging, they're symbols of those challenging times that you've had and your ability to really examine them and learn from them and persevere mm-hmm. and move forward and be resilient. So you're not necessarily something to be ashamed of, but something to learn from and move forward from. I totally agree. I feel like a lot of times people try to hide the, their scars, even, you know, even taking out of the metaphor, um, you know, people who have different medical procedures, a lot of times there's negativity around the idea of scarring. And, you know, it's really, I feel like scars are a, a symbol of something very difficult or hard that has been endured or experienced. And to be honest, I feel like they're like badges of courage. And, you know, instead of hiding that, you know, really, you know, recognizing and appreciating the strength and courage that we have to be able to endure the things that do leave a permanent mark on us, whether that's a physical scar or an emotional scar, um, those are all things that, as you said earlier, make us human and make us who we are and make us the, you know, complicated, awesome, amazing people that we are. If we can have a little empathy for ourselves. And also, instead of putting a Band-Aid, you know, you could just put a Band-Aid over the scar or wear a long sleeve shirt to cover a scar on your arm. But that's really, it's just a temporary fit. It's still there. It's not going to go away. It's part of your life experience and so by doing that you're constantly covering a piece of yourself or trying to hide mm-hmm. a piece of yourself or feeling ashamed of a piece of yourself yeah so it sounds like our emailer is doing amazing work and mm-hmm. they are right where they need to be in this process of healing because it kind of has to hurt a little to kind of get it all cleaned out to then be able to heal properly. So while as this time is difficult, exactly, it is very necessary. And, you know, I think the fact that these challenging emotions and feelings are coming up as a result of that process, um, hopefully they can see some hope in that because this is exactly where you need to be in order for forward movement. Hopefully there can be some compassion to self and time to heal and appreciation for the hard work that's being done. Exactly. And instead of being ashamed of the past, maybe she can be proud of the person she's becoming and the hard work she's putting in and the changes that she's making. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm glad she reached out because I think this is a really important topic, I think, for a lot of people, whether you're in therapy or just trying to work through your own stuff, 
you know, to recognize the good and the bad and the ugly parts um, can all be turned around. And eventually we can see that all as the beautiful part of being the people we are. Exactly. Amen to that. Yes. So I hope everybody enjoyed this episode of Walking the Walk. Uh, please feel free to check us out on our website at www.wellnessoutsidethebox.com and check out our upcoming events and offerings. Um, we are always available by email, by phone at 856-244-8118. And you can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram. And we will see you next time as we walk the walk one mile at a time. Bye. Thank you for listening to Walking the Walk, a podcast from Wellness Outside the Box. Please be sure to visit our YouTube channel for videos on meditation, mindfulness, yoga, and other topics related to the field. Visit our Instagram and Facebook pages or our website at www.wellnessoutsidethebox.com to check out our clinical offerings and other resources.